Are you ready? Welcome back, faces, to another edition of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. We thank you for downloading this podcast, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, our website, or wherever you like to get your podcasts from, basically. Your mom's house. Pretty much. Uh, this week, we're joined by The Faction, uh, Old School Joe. We got J.P. Savage, All Mischief. We got uh, Jay for yes, with us. Pretty Chubby yes, Fly sir. also with us. We got a great show for you this week. Um, but before we begin with our main topic of the week, let's just jump into some real quick Raw and SmackDown. Let's cover the week. Snooze fest. I think I think we gotta start cutting these cutting these things short, man. We, we you gotta deserve to be on the show, Mischief. What you think? Yo, sorry. You think I want to spend all this time on Raw when the writers didn't even spend all the time oh writing? God. There we go. Shots fired already. We starting early. Like, yo, that yo, is yo, a yo, message. Yo, yo, yo. I got the runs. Yo, let me write this raw real quick while I'm on the toilet. Uh, and tweet it out. That's how I feel. I mean, obviously, these people are doing the best they can. But what they see. Are they? Can God bless them. I mean, yeah, yeah you know what? Because Vince still has a lot of, uh, like, say and what happens. And they could be writing some dope shit. And Vince could be like, nah, let's go with some corny shit. <laughs> you know, I think that's exactly what he said. That was the most articulate <laughs> thing I've ever seen. You hear. <laughs> right? you say? Actually, yeah. and, uh, and no, no, no. It, it, I think I think it was a quote. It's not, it's, yeah, it was a quote. <laughs> you could quote him on that. And, and it's a shame because the in-ring wrestling is really good. You know, I think yes, we have some job. of the best performers ever. Right not now. as good as NXT, but yeah, we'll keep it moving. <laughs> well. JP, uh, why don't you do the honors and, and let us know what, what happened this week, man? Well, I mean, I, I think the reason we're all having a snoo fest is because, I mean, anytime you're having a match, you're spending any time on Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel versus Brizongo, the new B team. I mean, and, 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 and put some respect on their And that was actually one of the funnier matches of the night. And that's a shame. Entertainment. It is. It is entertainment, but we are weeks away from Money in the Bank. Post WrestleMania, and we're having the B team, right? Like yeah. the best night of the match by far is probably uh, Kevin Owens versus uh, Seth Rollins for the IC title. I mean, and I saw better matches later on this week. But you know, I, yes, you're right. But the B team. So if the rumors are to be true, what are the rumors? <laughs> that Money in the Bank might have a tag match. <gasps> A tag team money in the bank. I don't know how valid that is. I am no longer flashing. But let's be honest. This is some of the best tag team we've seen in a very long time. Just in general, right? The Usos are at the top of the game. New Day is great. And they, they're entertaining as fuck. You know, um, and then there's a lot of room for, like, you know, the more gimmicky acts to, to, to do their job. And it'll be a fun-ass match. Like a reenactment of TLC, but now with, like, four other teams, five other teams. Hey, you know how I feel about ladders and tag teams. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yes. But with that many bodies, is it gonna get too messy? Isn't that what we want? Oh, Don't we want like just a slug fest, yo? How about every once in a while, just give us, yo, blood, like, give us, he wants exactly, like like the old school Hardys and 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 like the Edge and Christian and all that. Like those were brutal matches. We're never gonna get when that. When it came to tech. Yeah, but we're always gonna we're always gonna compare it to that. We're always gonna wanna we're always gonna wanna. That's, that was that a peak, man, and the Dullies too. Oh, oh yeah, wouldn't you watch a spot fest with a bunch listen, of listen? Listen, a tag team some... money in the bank match might save money in the bank. <laughs> Savage. Oh, that's fire. a good call. That's a Hot good call. Take. Hot take, honestly, because right now, man, backlash was terrible. Um, episodically, we're not getting anything you know exciting. I mean, they had to push Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. And and that clip probably was one of the better clips of the entire show on Raw, <laughs> and that didn't even happen during Raw. 
That happened in the afternoon. And it was it <laughs> there was, was daylight out. <laughs> I was at work. Uh, I did not hear that. It's, it's been like a minor. What? Movie. I think at this point, more people would know, so they're kind of saying that. It might well, I guess happen. build well, it up, they, and then they, they'll probably. They said that there's going to be a third money. They've never said what it's going to be for. Mm. Also, cruiserweight. 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 Oh man, cruiserweight that is money. On a show. Be, that is money. See, if you want something where it's a whole bunch of spots, I'd rather cruiserweight. cruiserweight. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, jumping off the ladders. No, <laughs> but they put people through ladders. I would Ooh. not mind them throwing the damn sledgehammers. Dean, Dean Ambrose. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. That's a great point. When is he back, man? Money in the bank. bank. Ooh. With bank. who though? With who? Hornswoggle. My barometer of whether or not it's a great show is whether I'm looking at my phone while the show's going on or not. And I was on my phone the entire time. True, true. Or if you change the channel. Very valid point. That or keeping me awake because if I'm not falling asleep in midway through, I'm, you know. That tells you. Oh, man, I don't think- very true. Very true. <laughs> Any of what's going on right now? Well, I mean, because you have Bobby Roode versus No Way Jose and Baron Corbin for a Money in the Bank qualifier. Yeah, Roode win, of course. I mean, yeah, he's. The, he's I mean, I, I like Roode, but his his come Rude, up has been yes. What yeah. about what about the the leaders of Worlds versus the Revival? I, I mean, I was talking to you know old school Joe before. Like, I think it's disrespectful. The Revival is a hell of a tag team, and you have them getting squashed by the by the the, the leader of Worlds. What do you think about that? I mean, it's just one of those situations where I think the Revival came in hot. They had their injuries. They got hit with the kiss of death of being injury prone. And now they're going to job for a little while until they decide they want to push them again. Until the money in the bank tag team. <laughs> Savage. Damn. I don't know. No, go ahead. Uh, my bad. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it's not... I don't think they're doing it on purpose to, to just bury them. I think it's a temporary thing since you, they have to put them over. You got to get the revival at least on TV, right? But they can't. When you do get injured, you got to take the bad with the good, I guess. And when you get injured, you gotta you gotta face it. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta eat crap for a little bit. For a little and, bit, yeah, yeah. And work your way up. So I, yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm more mad at teams like the Ascension that are like, yeah, you know, you they're, they're buried on the garbage, and and that sucks because. They were actually, a, honestly, they were a yes. good team in NXT. Yes. And then they gave them, they gave them the uh, the Legion of Doom gimmick, and that's when they got killed. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, I think this is going to be a consistent conversation uh, on the flops from the transition from NXT to the to the WWE product on the main card. Mm-hmm. That's that's fully a Vince call too to turn them into that Legion of Doom shit. But they were that in NXT to a certain extent. There has to be a much, it has to be a Vince. No, but it, it has to be a Vince I mean, move. The moves has been the same. The the reaction, the the the, the alert to the, the their perception to the crowd has been the same. But but it, I think it went from being the gimmick to being the parody of the gimmick that, that caused it. Well, especially their debut. Basically, basically, wasn't it on Raw twenty five? Or was it on Raw? To, I don't remember exactly when it was, but they didn't they get squashed by a bunch. But they of got them. beat up. Yeah, yep. yep. Kevin Nash was in there. Yo, you know who got knees. You know who got job at Raw twenty five? The fans. If you were in the Manhattan Center, or if you that's were in exactly Raw. what I was gonna say. My, my point exactly. I was in Barclays. I had a good seat right behind Corey Graves. I saw him drink like eight Red Bulls that night. I could have. We been. had a great show. I saw Austin. I can't complain. His palms are touching the whole time. <laughs> Sweaty as fuck. But um. Yeah, no monitors in in Manhattan Center. No fucking updates. What's going on? Way to screw it up. Corey Graves was drinking Red Bulls because he was poor to <laughs> I'm just glad he wasn't doing lines of coke. <laughs> it all came after Austin um return though. So we did. Yeah, it worked. That was probably the, I've heard from multiple people the best part of the night. That was the best part. Everyone the blew their part of- You also have Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre in their in their in the little tag team little faction they're trying to create. Uh, yep. which I'm not too mad at. Um, versus Braun and Finn Balor. That was pretty fun, actually. That was a nice interchanging match. Uh, you had Drew McIntyre, you know, staring down Braun Strowman and teasing him. You know what? I saw something in that match I haven't seen in a long time. Drew McIntyre teased Braun Strowman. He went in the match. He's like, yeah, we're going to get a skull big guy. We're going to go toe-to-toe. And then he tagged in Paul Ziggler. And it was... That's heel stuff right no, there. That's true heel stuff. Yes, you do heel stuff. Yes, you get the heat. 
you build this really desirable match. Hey, everybody's gonna love Braun versus Drew McIntyre, but these kinds of things just make you love the yes. characters, fall in love with the storyline. Yo, and that's what a great wrestler does. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying necessarily that Drew McIntyre is a great wrestler as a whole package. Well, listen, no, I, I think he is, and, and I yeah. think this is how you build them. And why didn't? Yeah. Why wasn't this done before? This is his time now, and I think this is the way you build them. And, and this is definitely going in the right direction. Vic, I agree with you. I think his run in NXT was impressive. I, his moveset has changed. I mean, the things he's doing in the ring for guys his size. I mean, he's gotten bigger. He's more massive now. and He's even more agile. It's incredible. Um, I think we're going to see some big things from Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, man. All right. Uh, then we also have, obviously, uh, Bobby Lashley, Elias, and Kevin Owens in the Money in the Bank qualifier, having Kevin Owens win. Um. Another underwhelming match, uh, but Kevin Owens being the Money in the Bank match, I don't mind. Oh, uh, you better not have a Money in the Bank without Kevin motherfucking Owens. You're right. You're so, right. Kevin Owens better be in that match. And I'm so confused about Bobby Lashley. Mm. I, like, what am I supposed to feel for him now? Like, it's disappointing, especially after that promo. Yeah, well, like, this we can thank this Taz. <laughs> Taz is he? You were right, Taz. Well, good job. You were intrigued, and guess what? It was a storyline. They're going somewhere with it. Clearly. I guess we're supposed to be overjoyed for it now. Like, are you serious? Now his sister's going to show up Wait, on Raw? This is the rumors now? Yeah. I hope she helps him in the match. <laughs> oh, the match I'll probably be sleeping through. Uh, well, I'll be laughing if we, we're talking shit now, but I'll be laughing if this turns out to be the biggest thing in fucking. No. <laughs> I, hope, I hope to be wrong. Like, yeah. be wrong. I yeah. be Listen, wrong. but that's a fetch that you're, you're reaching hard as hell right now. That, I don't think that's going to be much. Let's move on. Yeah, yo, up we got to move on to SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you know what? Yo, on SmackDown, I think the hottest for me, the, the best part of the night, because, I mean, there was a lot of repeats of things we've seen already. I think it was uh, the celebration. I was a big yeah, fan yeah. of the celebration. Oh, so yeah. do you see it now? Do you see what I'm saying about Mella? Oh, I see it, baby. Yo, Is she money? I see She's it. money, dog. Mella's money. She's an annoying Miz mm. for the mm. women's title. She'll grow. She'll grow. She'll get better. I mean, all right. So, so SmackDown, you have that was for me the highlight. Um, you also have uh, the biggest match probably the night, the 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 hundredth time we've seen uh, AJ Styles versus uh, what's his face uh, Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura. What's his face? Yeah, I'm you sorry. Some respect. On I, I, I I I forgive me, Shinsuke. It's it, just I've seen you guys so much, and now you even have a stipulation on the match. Well, I, I couldn't wait for that. I, at least give me something different. Holy this was shit. probably the best match they've had in recent memory, so I'll give them that much. And how about a little Eddie Guerrero in that finish? Ooh, that's true. Wasn't that beautiful? That's true. He that's faked true. a low blow. That's true. That was that 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 was money. That was that was money. That's I'm a, sorry. I think the, Sasha Forgive Banks me. was the last one to do something commemorating um, Eddie Guerrero. Yes, agreed. And probably the frost splash, or maybe agreed. Seth of these guys probably do the frost splash. I've been seeing it too, but mm-hmm. but that was a good way to bring does it too. bring his name up. But yeah, yeah, man, that was a good spot. You know what? My bad for not even mentioning that. I'm gonna take a 10 second uh, time off on the mic. Psych, I'm here on mic. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Right, Savage right. is loose. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, Jay, the job is with us. This week, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. And the fans, check his post. The faces out there, they have a little a beef with you, and and I appreciate them having that beef with you because you deserve it. You for not watching NXT, you piece of shit. But what what, 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 what is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, they deserve to shit on you. But right now, uh, I want to touch on that some NXT shit. And, all right, um, all right, go ahead. This week, I hear this. We had some money this week on NXT. We had. The new choir, Ricochet, the one and only, comes out, money promo, and who we get? Who interrupts him, guys? The Velveteen Dream. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, this is money. Did you see this promo? Did you guys catch this? The promo, the match, it was all fantastic. Fantastic. Oh. I, for me, um, I think it may have been the match of the week. Um. Just their, their ring chemistry. I mean, uh, I did uh, enjoy the fact that I saw Velveteen Dream for the first time in a long time, maybe. Uh, kind of look New Japan, right? Going against Ricochet. They were bumping spots off each other. You know, replicating some of each other's moves. Those two. Those three. I mean, it was very good. And then the ring psychology that was involved between Ricochet giving it to 
develop with Tangerine, which we usually see on the upper hand on that on that note. Most definitely. Very good match. Charles, you said something there? Yeah, I said uh, those two. They have great chemistry. Great. The best the best chemistry. I mean, I think I think that they're destined to, to lead NXT for the years, for at least this year coming, because you know they're going to hold it down this year. And, and you know, they I'm so know. sorry to cut anybody off, yeah. but you know what? I, I agree with that. And, and the crazy part about it, I saw that great match. And then what I saw afterwards, I was like, oh, damn, I forgot. Like, they went right after the match. They went up to uh, Alistair Black and said, what do you think about these two guys? And he was like, I'm ready. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I, I think about WWE Dream the, versus Alistair Black. And then to add Ricochet to that, I'm excited. I'm excited. The, the fans are ready. The fans are ready. And we, we, we've been waiting for something. Come on. TV's, TV's trash. TV is trash. Backlash was trash. Backlash gives you the incentive that pay-per-view is going to be trash up until SummerSlam. So all we have is NXT. And all we have is a future where the wrestlers want to put on a good match. Mm. And they all have, like, this crazy athletic ability. And they're just finally, like, in a place where, like, they can just have their match. Even if it's a fucking 10-minute match. It works. Tends to happen. It fucking works. Um, moving on, though. I'm sure you've all enjoyed some of the great action we've seen these past couple of weeks between the Continental Champion Seth Rollins and The Miz, including yep, Seth yep. versus Owens, which was an amazing match this past Monday. But being that we've seen WWE showcase the IC title in high-quality matches, we figured we cover that very coveted Intercontinental Championship this week, guys. Yes, the IC title's been around for ages. Yes, we've seen many greats capture it. So what are we going to do? We're going to run down our favorite IC champs of all time and then give you the official HPC podcast top five IC champs of all time list. Yeah, we have our own list. We're going to post it up. Uh, we're going to talk about it, and then we're just going to come up with an actual order for you guys. Post that up online for our website. And um, and I'm talking about official, though. Like, I mean, <clears throat> so official that as of this day forward, even Vince McMahon himself will have to reference it. Um, so without further ado, let's let's get right pretty into it, fellas. Um, pretty chubby Flacco. Listen, if, if I got to start off the list, you know I'm going to start it off with the uh, most accomplished Intercontinental Champion of all time, Mr. Nine-time Intercontinental Champion Chris Jericho. Oh, yes, yep, yep. One of my top three. Okay, okay. Wow, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just claiming how he's the goat. That's it. That's all I gotta say. He's the goat. Uh, a quick point, yo. Um, definitely Chris Jericho, as, as I mentioned last week. One of my top three. Um, he's been involved. I think the impressive piece. He's been involved in many different eras of wrestling, right? With the IC Championship. Um, and on top of that, I believe he was one of the only uh, intercontinental European champions when they made that. The, uh, the, Eurocon- the Eurocontinental? I don't know if he was the only, but yeah, definitely. I, I feel you. Intercontinental and European? Oh, I'm so sorry. You're, I jumped the gun. It was actually D'Lo Brown, Jeff Jarrett, and Kurt Angle. That's- Right, my man. That's what it was. Mr. I'm sorry. Kurt himself. My apologies. I'm gonna take a ten second, list. ten second timeout. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, but the craziest. I, I mean, he's had many matches for the IC title, but one of the craziest for me is him versus China. The fact that he actually had a match with China and it wasn't yep. a terrible match. It worked. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the product, it, I felt the same about it as I kind of did with uh, Braun Strowman with the six-year-old, where I wasn't mad ah. at it. Whoa, what story did you read about Braun <laughs> Strowman and the six-year-old, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I heard not about no Braun Strowman. That was the mania? Yo, we're not spreading rumors. Well, funny enough, uh, you said China. She's definitely on my list. And it's... And it's, it's Your hit list? Hit list and... Women's oh, movement list. Post uh, Xbox. Oh, all right, all right, hey, when right. when the women's era now, right? Women's right. revolution. Okay, I'm mad at that. Yeah. I put money that if she wasn't a porn star and the things didn't go the way they went, China's history alone would be bragged about and be the biggest shit in fucking wrestling today. Yeah. Maybe yep. not a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. China went wearing that men's intercontinental strap. Couple appearances in a couple rumbles. Yeah, man. Definitely Hall of Fame material. Definitely should well, be blown well, up. I, I, bigger than Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's never going to happen because Stephanie runs the the, uh, the women's division. I, no, I agree with that. I agree. Definitely. And you agree know with what? That. You know what? She needs to get over that shit because you know yeah. what? 
Vince would do what's best for business. Yeah, he's taking many. What's best for but, business. But, he's but, he's for taking plenty of L's. What was that, Jay? He's taking plenty of L's just for the sake of money making. Yeah. Man, so absolutely. yeah. But I always remember the best, best for business. business is best for Vince. Exactly. Because I mean, he didn't have to have Trish Stratus tonguing him down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Word. I mean, it was best for Vince. Yeah, yeah. Vince, Vince did some stuff for himself as well. <laughs> some of that writing was definitely him. Shout out to Mandy Rose. Oh, Word. wait a minute. Now, if I see Vince and Mandy Rose, that's just drawing the hey, line. Hey, the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship deserves some respect, goddammit. Well, some respect. All right, then. You know that. <laughs> exactly All right. All right, Mr. You know then why you I go. Respect because I've always felt the, the IC title is the barometer to see who is the next champion, who's going to be the next heavyweight champion. That it, well, it, title can take you to another level. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's I, what I it was there for. Go ahead, Jake. I I believe that 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 IC title is exactly what uh, uh, JP said. It's Don't it's like let's. Let's give it to this dude right here, and he's gonna rock with it. And and if he if it looks like he could be a good champion, then that, you take him to the next level. That sounds world like championship. Writing production. <laughs> that sounds like every Raw and SmackDown writing production. Hey, uh, it sounds like you get a job right now. Why don't you apply? Listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not saying that's. I'm not saying that's what you're supposed to do. I'm saying that's what they do. That's their formula. <laughs> Since day one, it, it definitely was something they used back in the day. It was the barometer because some people that are going to be on this list, like for example, one of my favorite wrestlers is going to be on this list, right? And he really only had it once or twice, I believe. Brought to him in heart. I mean, Ooh, that man. Okay, Whoa. and I'm ready for you. To, I'm ready for in, you. In, in which they gave him the 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 world championship after that. Listen, yeah. Bret Hart. He held the strap, but it, you gotta look at you gotta look at who else he helped made. Like British Bulldog, that match in Wembley Stadium doesn't happen without Bret Hart. Not at all. Shawn Michaels and Bret go at it for a little bit too. They have a little. They they had a little feud too. Uh, did they? They, had a, yeah. they had a little mini feud. It wasn't too long for the IC. I'm talking just for uh, straight. straight yeah, I'm like, yeah, I think, no, no, I, I think no. they have more than a little feud. <laughs> right, right, right. Nah, but for the IC strap, Shout out to our favorite feuds episode coming soon. But anyways, yeah, nice. um, yeah, Brett, Sean, Brett, Perfect, Brett, Bulldog, Brett was behind Brett Piper at Mania. Brett. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's, well, I don't know if that was for the IC title. That was for IC. Yeah, but for IC titles, those were just amazing. Amazing and stuff. It should have been for the IC. Anything Bret Hart was in was amazing. You understand that Bret Hart had to beat the Mountie <laughs> to win the IC title? The Mountie was champion for like two days. You know what I mean? But he was a transition to be able to face. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Roddy Piper had to beat the Mountie Ro- in order to then Roddy Piper. If you're gonna bring up a legend, Uh-oh. let's bring up a legend. RIP. I'm a I'm fan reading your of book. gimmicks, and Roddy Piper was not a gimmick. He was himself. <laughs> All right, but he was himself with a kilt, yes. and that makes it a gimmick. And so the Hot Rod is one of my favorite. It is a Intercontinental champion. Shout out to the the kilt for being a gimmick. Shout out to the <laughs> Yo, but that dude. That guy was crazy. Don't sleep on the bad fight. And the pit. And Piper's pit. He had his own show. Piper's pit with the coconuts. Coconut. Was it the first show? I remember it was the first time. No, no. The Shockmaster was involved. Because Brutus Beefcake had a barbershop. But but even before that, I want to say Pat Patterson. The first first. Intercontinental Champion. Well, Well, talk about that old school. Why don't you tell them about the tournament that was never... A tournament. Well, you have to understand, Pat Patterson won the North American Championship, which was the original secondary title for the WWE from uh, a Ted DiBiase. He then went down to uh, Rio, and he was involved in a tournament, which, you know, some historians might say never occurred. Okay, <laughs> Pat Patterson to be exact. I feel like I feel like a lot of wrestlers have things that, should, that just are not to be discovered or like discussed. I'm a board. Shout out to the Bruce Pritchard podcast. <laughs> uh, where where he won the the South American Heavyweight Championship and became the Intercontinental Champion. 
<laughs> side note, side note. He says South American because well, the, the 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 running joke behind the whole thing is because Pat Patterson couldn't say real of the the Janeiro. God. And Vince was adamant about having this tournament at Rio de Janeiro because Pat Patterson couldn't say Rio of the Janeiro. And you also cannot say. Rio. <laughs> and I also cannot say Rio de Janeiro. No, but when you Brazil, when they would ask, you would be the South American champion. You see what exactly? You so we now call it the South American Championship instead of the Rio de Janeiro. Oh, ah, bars, bars, bars. But the Rio de Janeiro Championship was not. Considered that it was considered south thanks to to Pat Patterson. But continue old school. Well, you know, to break it down a little further, Pat was actually up until that point historically yeah. considered a well, he'll so always be it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. Please edit that out. But uh like shoes okay. Oh wait, what? Hey, you ain't seen them no blows? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of time with nuts on your on the crust of your elbow. On the crust of your elbow. It's, it's just a very uncomfortable. After the first 10 low blows, you start to wonder what's going on. Yeah. But uh but, but yeah, it's where Pat became a baby face. Yes. Okay. For the first time in his career. And uh he went on after that, I believe, to have probably one of his most memorable feuds with Sergeant Slaughter mm. in their match of the year mm. uh boot. Bootstrap boot camp match. Wow. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yo, Old school we, Joe hit him with, hitting him with the facts. For real bars. Can we put like some like historical ass music behind it? Like when he speaks. The oh history. yeah. He, he Joe oh, yes. Old School Joe walks with an aura. I think Yo, he needs a soundtrack. There's an aura. Yo, kudos He's, to you, man. I think it for a reason. I think HPC podcast. We signed the hottest talent out there. He's like, yeah, and on that Thursday, actually. <laughs> Rick Flair was out there. He must have been ass. <laughs> he must have been reincarnated or something because he, he's not that old. No. And he's he's speaking like he was there. It was yeah. first hand knowledge. Bruce Pritchard was there. My that dad, old fuck. my grandpa told me about this shit. Wow. <laughs> Impressive. Come from a long line of wrestling fans. My, my dad and grandpa can't speak English. That's, That's impressive. Right. <laughs> Jack Veneno couldn't either, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jack Veneno, shout out. All right, so yo, another IC champion. Yo, you know what? I, I think I think since it was mentioned before, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I think when you talk about what the title yeah. does for somebody, right? He turned into the heartbreak kid right when he won the IC championship. I mean, he had the few with Marty Jannetty, won the title, had one of the most impressive and, and, and obviously ongoing uh, stipulation matches when it comes to the ladder match with Razor Ramon, even though it was the second one, right? Because he had the first one. Well, versus Bret Hart, right? I'm not a fan of the second one. I don't. You watch your dirty I, little I, mouth. I think the first one's good enough. I think the second one, it, it doesn't take nothing away from the first one, obviously, but I just think the second no, one's too uh, much. Jay, Jay, Jay obviously does have a, a gripe with it, though. Jay, holla at your boy JP. Tell him what's up with Shawn Michaels in the IC title. Shut up. Um, Listen, I'm going to have to agree with JP on this one. Oh. <laughs> So just undo all the shit that I just build you up for. But go ahead. <laughs> I have to. But listen, uh, the rivalry between him and Razor Ramon for that title, including both ladder matches, were like, that's some shit. You, obviously, we're still talking about it, so it resonates. And it was one of the better feuds of that era. That's a great point. That's a great point. So who's the better IC champ out of those two, though? Was it Razor or was it Sean? I think Razor. Uh, I say Razor, man. I think Razor. But I really don't have facts to back that up. Let me be honest. No, I, I just think I feel that in my heart. <laughs> well, let me get you then. Let me get you then. Because at the end of the day, what we're talking here, I mean, we're talking IC. IC was kind of like the mid-card. So you can't really – you got to keep it in tight of the mid-card. And I think Razor Ramon was, was that mid-carder. Mid but yeah. this guy was a man. But, but, he, but no, he was the I mean, top mid-carder, if there's, if there's such a thing. What do you mean? What was that? He, he was the top mid-carder, if that was such a thing. Yeah, that's exactly – yeah. So he was a, he was he, a, he was, he was a, a upper mid-carder. Yeah. So yes, him, yes. him having the IC gave it even more prestige. And then the matches he had, Jeff Jarrett – uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, Dean Douglas, Gold Dust, Gold Dust which is on the list, also. Yeah, he deserves some, um, uh, but yeah, Razor, I think, you had know, better match. I want to say it's safer to say he had a better entertaining match. Not, I don't want to say entertainment, entertainment. 
I think was his the entertaining value is important. Right, and right, I think right. Razor right. Ramon was more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's what I. I think see, that's his claim to fame. But right. see, but yeah. you see, but see, I I think it was interesting that they put a product of pretty much the same gimmick where they were like cocky, brash. You know what I mean? The bad guy, pretty boys, whatever. And and they made them two heels went into a match together and it worked. And for me personally, think about the sensational Sherry, how the role she played as a valet in Shawn Michaels' icy run, him as the heartbreak kid. She was you know on I mean? the. I'm sorry, but she was on the entrance music too. Yeah, right? she was on the yeah, soundtrack. She, she was absolutely. That's that. Yeah, that's her. The last terribly. thing I remember about anything about Shawn Michaels, sadly to say, is not that chick. I think Shawn Michaels was so much bigger, badder, better than any valet. Like his valet was. Well, 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 hold on. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Heavyweight champion Shawn Michaels, yeah. But remember, it's IC title. IC title ranks. You got to go back to the 90s with this thing. The the initial. Right, right. And and actually, you made a great point, and and you're absolutely right. The heartbreak kid came in with her, and and it did do a lot for his character. And why was she important? Because before Shawn, she was the valet for another great. I see champ in Macho Man Randy Savage. Segway! What a what a great segue. What an amazing segue, sir. I think old school covered everybody's list at least. Listen, that was that's a fantastic, uh, wonderful, beautifully segue. It was a beautiful segue. Um, and I think and I think it, I think it, we've it, said segue like 80 times. Yes, and I, I need a segue because this is gonna be um but I think, you know, when it comes to IC titles and what it means to someone's career, Macho Man is the epitome of that. I mean, the man had over 400 days. He had one reign. He had over 400 reign, uh, days with the title. I mean, his match was Steamboat, right? I mean, there's so many matches we could discuss. But what he did to the IC title and then what the, how it catapulted him to the main event card. You know what I mean? 100%. Well, you know, him as a heel champion, you got to remember, the E has always been a babyface territory, right? So the IC title was where a heel could thrive as how, champ. How this motherfucker so old? He called WWE a territory. That's <laughs> listen. I was no, watching. Right, I was watching the E and the NWA at the same time. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> but uh, but the fact that he was able to thrive as a heel, and and he was so reviled that when mm. when Steamboat went up against him, the pop that he got when he won that strap Oof. if you look at it steamboat really didn't hold that title for that long he oh. lost it like what maybe a month or two yeah. right after the... it was about 23 days or so there you go yeah it wasn't that long i love macho man randy savage he's probably my number two favorite wrestler of all time there you go. uh randy savage his character was fun listen his character was probably his own personality, but he wore a tie-dye shirt, and that was a character. That's a gimmick, no, no, motherfucker. I think I think there, there's record of him. That's pretty much who he was. I mean, I know yeah. Hulk Hogan has spoken heavily about, it, especially with uh, their beef and their feud in, in the WWE, which actually was happening outside of the ring, uh, especially with his jealousy when it comes to um, Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth, and uh, you know him being very territorial with her. But uh, many people claim that Macho Man was who he was on and off the screen. I mean, I think there's even record of him when he played uh, professional baseball being the same type of person. Randy Popa. Yeah. <laughs> Holler to the Holla. genius. Holler to the Reds. <laughs> the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds. That, that, that must be a crazy-ass footage. Because can you imagine somebody on the... <laughs> Somebody on the field, like, oh yeah, is it over? <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna get to this on the podcast, but there is a story about Randy Macho Man Savage in the Memphis territory <clears throat> dealing with the Waffle House, a police standoff, and the SWAT dog. Oh yes. man, that that will be covered. Definitely, to be continued. definitely. Old school George, you also, I also want that Rick, that that Macho Man rookie card. By the way, I, Yo, I, would, I would love that fucking Macho Man rookie card. <laughs> his hair was just as puffy. But yeah, I love Macho Man Randy Savage, Agreed, man. Agreed. And everything he did, especially with that strap. Yes, sir. Um, another superstar I want to touch based on for the Intercontinental thing is uh, people forget uh, Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett. He... He he's my he might not be on everybody's list, but he was a six time IC champ. Six time IC champ. That that goes I, for something. I feel like that's a that's a shame in the sense that <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Say no more. It's a shame. Got him. That 
took them six times and I can't remember any of them. <laughs> yes, that is that is pretty bad. Guy that should have been in the he should be in the main event right now in the league. Yep. And he was one of those champions in in the modern era where. The IC title meant jack shit. I think the reason behind that is because I think he won the six, won it six times. You know, WWE has this fascination with just like switching the belt on people within months and weeks spans. And, and, and I was looking through the list, historical list, and I saw it throughout different eras. It's not something that just happened recently. It happened in the nineties. Happened in the two thousands. And I think that was part of the result of that. You know, I, I can see that. That's like. A- uh, a wrestler who probably shouldn't be named, according to most historians, but is Wade Barrett. Well, uh, Wade Barrett. <laughs> 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 you guys, seriously, Vic. What the hell, Vic? Poetic about Wade Barrett and his six, seven-day title fucking run. All right. You just said yourself that you don't remember a single one of them, and I will second that notion. All right. I'm afraid I have some bad news. I Wade third Barrett, it. Was a terrible character as a king. The best thing he had to do for himself was to say bad news. And I wish he spoke more about himself than about other people. Because he is mostly bad news. Real quick, real quick. I think he was a good leader to the Nexus. Oh yeah, no, most definitely he he ran that he ran that team. He ran that faction. He was was a talent that should have been in the main event, but because of certain people's uh, decisions. He was left to uh, fly For real. He's now the GM of Defiant Wrestling, which Ooh. I hope does well. What territory is that in? That would be the UK. I hate you. Uh, shout, <laughs> shout out, shout out to shout out to Marty Scroll. That's also Marty Scroll's father. If oh, you wait. if you keep up with being yeah, the elite, no, it's really nice. If you keep uh, up with being the elite, uh, though, that's a gimmick. By the way, the, the Marty Scroll, <laughs> it's hilarious. The Marty Scroll was a Will Osprey match, man. That was. Well, don't turn this episode into an indie uh, show because we could do that right now. Go. Jesus, so, <laughs> we got to do the uh, top five not in WWE, oh, right? Stop, and that's and, and and when they should come. Now, all the bullet club, and also all right, but no, nah, no, nah, let's get bullet back to this. Let's back, let, let me redeem myself for bringing up that Wade Barrett bastard. All right, six time intercontinental champion Rob Van Dam. Not what only did this man hold it six times, he also, I was there for this, unified the IC strap with the hardcore title in a hard in a ladder match with I think Jeff Hardy at the oh, garden. Oh, we were, no, no, no. It was RBD versus Tommy Tommy Dreamer. Oh, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, for the hardcore. My bad, my fault. I but love Tommy me and Pretty Chubbs were there live. It was a great match. But yeah, RVD definitely got to show, show love to RVD on this list, guys. I prefer to think of RVD as one of the best ECW TV yes. champs as opposed to an IC champ. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But don't you think that's because of the, um, the colors that were like, you know... Uh-huh. Painted on them and stuff. The EC the, the ECW brand and shit. Like if if you were to just take that away, let's just take away the branding. So you want to wrestle naked? I mean, you could wrestle naked, but I mean, that's, that's certainly different. Let's just ign- <laughs> let's ignore all ECW you ties. Want, you want to hit that frog splash, butt ass? I mean, you <laughs> know, <laughs> it's 2018, guys. What, what are you insinuating here? You know, it's 2018. So like, you know, <laughs> nah, but Brian Daniel, I agree with old school Joe. Yo, it's he is and forever will be ACW. ECW. Yeah. No, I know. I feel and that. so, as soon as you bring him up, sure, you bring him up in the, in the conversation just to get swatted down. You know what I mean? But I guess he deserve, deserves like some sort of mention. But he's an ECW guy. His personality is an ECW guy. Like, you will forever only remember him as an ECW guy. And um, another guy who I guess is also on the same scope of like, we should just kind of throw him out there. Right? We kind of sort of mentioned him before, but I thought Jeff Jarrett. Up until Jericho decided to uh, demolish all records when it came to the IC title, right, right, Jeff was the guy, right, and I thought he did a really good job. I thought his career was was pretty decent. It's unfortunate how things turned out um, with the company, and I think uh, old school. Why don't you fill him in on what what really happened behind his contract? (laughs) All right, so add historical music here. Uh, like a documentary. <laughs> Jeff was one of those guys who, uh, as, as great as he could be, he had too much heat on him with the uh, the upper echelon of the uh, the E. 
Mm. Uh, mainly Steve Austin because of the way his daddy paid Steve. And apparently Jeff made a uh, off-color remark on how Steve should suck it up and take the paycheck because it, it's not going to get any bigger. Mm. Um, but it did. It, it, uh, <laughs> it definitely yeah. did. A whole lot bigger than Jeff will ever see in his lifetime. <laughs> Jeff has been wrong about a lot of things. To say the yeah. least. Uh, he was about to uh, leave the E when uh, his best buddy, Vince Russo, decided to uh, play along and create this angle between Jeff and China for the IC strap. Uh, he made it so that the uh, blow-off match happened after Jeff's contract had expired. The only way Jeff was going to lay down for that IC title to go to China was for a fat, fat paycheck, which Vince never, ever forgot. Well... He's in the Hall of Fame, so Vince eventually got over it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it was best for business. Yeah, because did y'all watch business. that by uh, the way? A special I, thank I, you I for it. all of the TNA talent he was able to raid later in life. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the Hall of Fame that are selling out the bingo halls at Emerson Middle School. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Hall of Fame, but I wish I had. Damn, like that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't mean, get to catch it, but I feel like the, the Hall of Fame at this point has become a little stale. Because I, I think at this point we're including too many people in the Hall of Fame. I, yeah, I right. enjoy you know it, man. I, mean? I, I think I think we're including there's people that have never had even the IC championship <laughs> in the Hall of Fame at this point. You know I mean, and I think when we talk about the IC championship, I think we should talk about the best feuds. And one of my favorite feuds in the IC championship, and it's gonna be one of my favorite feuds in, in all time. But it started with the IC champion, Stone Cold Steve Lawson versus The Rock. <laughs> Savage. I mean, I think in this feud, yeah, when you look yeah. at Stoko Steve Austin, the greatest feuds episode. When you look at Stoko yep. Steve Austin throwing that belt into the river, man. Uh, oh man, you just gave me chills. Exactly. Wait, wait, but you, you, so, yeah, just to add on to that, can we um, can we look back and and it, it's amazing how Stone Cold won his first title with a broken neck. If you think about it, okay. yes, sir. Oh, shout out to him, yo, pretty chill, Flaco. You just became my new best friend as well because. Mm-hmm. No, I was at that match. Fuck right. you, JP Savage, for yes. that motherfucker. You know, I was a fault, child. Actually. I was a child. I don't care you were a child. I was but, a child too. But but I will say the second match they had, right, for the IC title again, which actually match. fantastic. But you know why nobody ever remembers it? Because it was it took place in Montreal. We can't be talking about this broken fucking neck anymore because mischief going off on this motherfucker. No. And he, he bring ties it all back to fucking Bret Hart. We, we can't do this we shit. We do not remember because that's Took place on the same night of the screw job. You dare. Yeah. Took night the same. It was on the same card. It was a great match. Right. So nobody remembers series. Because everybody's mad at Vince. And everybody's disgusted with how much Lugie came out of Bret Hart's mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? That you bring up Owen Hart. Owen Hart deserves at least a mention in this Why? Because he won it once? Because he won it once to give it to Austin and break his neck in the process? Absolutely. Greatest heel move ever. The heart, I can't be mad. Ripple, okay. future Hall of Famer, Recent reports. probably the greatest thing that ever happened to wrestling. You know what? If this is if this mention on this podcast gets him in the Hall of Fame, then yes, so be it. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we spoke about Wait, Owen Hart and the move he used to uh, to unfortunately injure Stone Cold Steve Austin. What was it? Was a variation on the uh, the Tombstone Pile Driver, the sit down version, right? It just was a little too low. But you know who used to use the uh, <laughs> a little too low. <laughs> You know who used to use the uh, Tombstone Pile Driver even before The Undertaker was the original Rock, Don Morocco, who was also Segway, who was also a champ of all time. Agreed. He had some great feuds with uh, Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales. He was he was the uh, the bridge between Pedro and taking him to Tito Santana. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Spitting bars, yo. Back when TV once was again, uh, a shout out to uh, to Tito Santana was the one that took IC title, which had been around since about 78, 79. And turned it into Tito's Vodka? Well, basically. <laughs> Popular and all the young kids want to drink it. Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> shout out to all these old school mentions, man. You, you young kids today, man. The, the, the youth of today, folks. Wait, 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 wait. As IC champion, of what course. Is, I what, what, <laughs> what if the uh, shit wait. that you make them watch, Vince? And speak Yo, but how are we not talking about Mr. Perfect right now? Yo, 
yo, Jay the Jabber, I was just gonna about to say that, yo. I, I yo, come on, man, we have to. <laughs> like, that's just that's you know who drinks a lot and who deserves that title, that Woo! icy title. Talk about Stone Cold. We mentioned him before, but you gotta just, you gotta just let it know. Like he, like his career. I think. <coughs> All right, so you, there's very, very, there's a lot of variations on this topic of, of bringing in Austin and The Rock, um, for the IC only because you know it's the IC and it's early in their careers, but you got to at least say, this is money feuds. This is this is the IC only added to their to their bills and shit. So watching them was great, and then everything, every with the, like you said, JP with the whole IC title being thrown over the bridge and all that, it was money. It was money. Another another guy, right? Like to. to to somebody else probably probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time right triple h Ooh. Oh, you beat me to it oh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm well, sorry <laughs> yo triple h i mean that's where he kind of built himself as a singles man as a i mean you know he always had a singles career but uh really established him established his character his confidence his persona i think that's where he built himself as a force to be reckoned with i love his ic run i thought it was great well you know what it is though uh hunter is one of the few guys where you have actually seen him as the ic champ in uh in every stage of his gimmick you saw him as a blue blood as an ic champ you saw him as a degenerate ic champ that's a good point and then you saw him as the game yeah Champ. Power trip, you're right. right. I, didn't, well, I didn't really well, think about that. But I, think, that's absolutely I think that's the glorious piece about the IC champ. Once again, I will say, I mean, because you see careers change. I mean, you look at The Rock. The Rock was rocking my rear before he won the IC champ. And when he won the IC champ, he now started the trend to take over the nation of domination. You know what I mean? Like you saw immediately when he had that gold on his shoulder, you saw the, 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 the braggadocious. Rock come out the people's eyebrow, the beautiful to, man, like you said terrible. before, right? The, yeah, beautiful, the beautiful man right. who head didn't glisten back then. JP, I, I, uh, I hate to be the one to uh to correct you on this piece, but but there was a, a very unfortunate Rocky Maivia IC reign. He, uh, he had he had beat Hunter with the roll up, right? Right, that was on Raw, one of but, the early but episodes. I believe that was also the turning point where people finally. Had just had enough of Rocky Maivia and wanted Rocky to die. Okay, I mean, so 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 school Joe with the same. It led to that. It led to it, but the ascension but, of the Rock started with that IC title run. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, man. I mean, think about think about what it became. You know what I mean, he. This is when the company let him run with his shtick, and it worked. I mean, I just saw Baywatch the other night with, with his shtick. <laughs> I just saw That's Baywatch amazing. the other day, and anything The Rock is in is fantastic. <laughs> it Including makes money. matches. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, if we're going to talk about the Attitude Era, someone that's got to be brought up. Uh-oh. Goldust, baby. Again, I'm a fan of gimmicks. And Goldust is icy title. Somebody get Max Moon. Beautiful. I think it was kind of the pinnacle of his career when you really think about it. And in terms of, like, his best matches, his best... His popularity, I think everything was there. Like that's that's when he was at his best. It, it was the uh I'd almost say the beginning of the attitude era of his gold dust. Yeah. And and mm. to have him mm. uh beat Razor for the title was kind of the move from the new generation to the attitude era. Mm. That's a really good point. Gold. <laughs> and even like further still further back, Ultimate Warrior deserves at Yes. Least. I mean I'm a big fan of any champion that changes the color of the belt. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? And like Ultimate you- Warrior probably was the first one with the yellow. Am I correct on that, or am I wrong? Am I right? I believe so. Design change was thanks to uh, one Mr. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Okay. When, he, when okay. he went the little ape, uh, ape shit on uh, Tito's belt. Okay. Okay. So what did it look like? <laughs> I've never seen that shit before. <laughs> I mean, we, we're talking about facts from beyond. This is this is this is this is historical. Y'all, y'all uh, love the uh, the white belt that uh, Cody brought. That, that was the white which, belt that which, Greg oh. forced to happen. See, I always yeah. thought it was Shawn Michaels that brought the white belt. Well, either way, Ultimate Wolverine did it beautifully. His character was a nut job. 
I loved every minute of it. I thought he was stiff in the ring, but he was fun to watch. And hey, sometimes wrestling has to be fun, right? Yes, sir. And I thought he was fun. It it gave us that first exciting experience of seeing a champion versus champion, right? We saw yes. the IC champ versus the world champ when Hogan went up against the Warrior. Yes, sir. Speaking of uh, multiple or double champions, my next guy uh, is very familiar with having multiple championships. Kurt Angle. Ooh. Touched on very briefly, but let's just really talk about him. Intercontinental and European champion at the same time. Says, Euro Euro Continental Championship. Yes. And this man put up some good matches, man. Chris Jericho, Chris Ben Watson. There was a triple threat at Royal Rumble. Was yes. that a ladder? No, no, no. The triple threat would have been at WrestleMania 17. I think, I think, Chris, I think Chris Ben was on the on the board. You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 shout out, shout out to our boy, shout out to our boy D'Lo Brown. <laughs> Jesus D'Lo Christ. You know what, D'Lo Brown, you know what, him shaking his head. I love D'Lo. Listen, listen, listen. Not so shaky now. Listen to me. D'Lo was one of the only wrestlers I could identify with. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to D'Lo Brown. You know what I mean? I like D'Lo Brown. It's unfortunate what happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Accidents happen. They do happen. Shout out. He's CPA. Oh, good for you, D'Lo Brown. What is his real name? AC Connor or AJ Connor? Pretty sure. Old school Joe. How do, how do you know that? Jay Fajabi? That's amazing. You are. Nah, I mean, I, I feel so much. I can't think of anything, anybody else that deserves to be on this list. Deserves. I got I got a couple of names. No, that's a couple of names. Pretty um, on the mic. We got the legend killer, Mr. Randy Orton. One of the longest reigning IC champs in modern yeah. history. Yeah. You know what? Why Why are we here talking and, and we really are being disrespectful to the Miz? Oh, so, wow. yeah, Randy Orton. <laughs> and, 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 you know. <laughs> boring. Really? Nah, nah, Miz definitely gets love. Yo. And he, does, he gets it now. Listen, I mean, I've become now. a fan. And, and I had to think about this the other day because I was looking through the list and I'm like, you know, the, the Miz, uh, the feuds haven't really that been that impressive. But I, the respect I gave him now, it has been with his IC title run. There was an article the other day talking about he's going to be heavyweight champion. So. He's given prominence to the IC belt. Absolutely. He's brought Absolutely. it back. He's brought it back. Yeah. And, and it's the matches, the quality matches he's had. And it's also the, the, his, his buildup, you know, he... he he, he, like we said in a, in a, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week, I think, um, he, he came from the reality television world, you know, uh, MTV, and then he had to pay his dues when he got Agreed. here, and then it's Agreed. just it, it was a rough, rough way to the top. But he's he's a bully, bully by Chris Benoit, right? Uh, you just made the list. You just made the list, <laughs> and um, <laughs> we're gonna get but, sued. But yeah, he had a hard climb to the top, and I think he's ready for the WWE Championship. Uh, did anybody mention the Honky Tonk Man? Ooh, Ooh Chug! Wow. Champion of all time. Until yeah. the Warrior came around. At 454 days, to be exact. All right. All right. He's the was... Honky Tonk Man. Right. Somebody that's better and is actually back on the roster. Hey, Shelton Benjamin. Oh, yeah. Ain't no stopping him now. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Yes, yo, Shelton, I mean, he had a little run, you know? Yeah, where's mom? I, <laughs> I think he was actually a phenomenal IC champ, though. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, yeah, how, many, how many times? He was like a four-time or five, I think. Wasn't he? Like, once again, that that's, I think, almost... Un- unfortunate, because I don't it's, it's unfortunate that, that, the... that then the latter part of the, of the IC title's history, people were able to hold it multiple times, and you just didn't know... I'm like, wow, it probably was for it, but like, I it, it waters down the prestige, right? 100%. But, but I think is as, as the years have gone on, I mean, because we mentioned before, it, this has gone on before. Oh, yeah, it happens with the world heavyweight title, the tag team title. But I think people they, they, they have to go with the crowd, right? And I think that will that's what leads to a lot of these decisions. So, <laughs> let's 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 give these guys the official HPC podcast top five. Greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. Um, with it. Number five. Oh, old school Joe, who you think? Number five. Number five. I see all time. Who's the official? No, time out, time out. We're gonna do, I thought we were going to go Patterson. Keep the same list. Oh, no. Nah, if you no, do no. top five Patterson. Okay, so all right. Go, go. All right. All right. So top five. Who, 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 
we think top five? Then I would go with the Macho Man. Ooh, Macho five, Man. Really? I like number five. That's a good one. Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I want to throw one Brett the Hitman Hart out there. For number four? I don't want to put him number four, but think, it I could be a four three. Four three. More towards I would three. be more comfortable with three. Because okay. we, we haven't we, we gotta establish the list too. So you know, let's just throw the names and you know and then we can uh place the pecking order. Yeah, I guess okay. yeah. So we have right now Bret Hart and um you said um we did match. Match. Macho so we got Macho Man and Bret Hart. Chris Jericho, you got it. Yeah, Jericho you top five. Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho five. Maybe at five. Cause cause for me, the problem with Jericho is he's had all the reins. But the feuds, like, are you like, oh man? Exactly. Remember all those? Yeah. I can. I, it was Chris Benoit, and then he had the fight with which China. Is, which is what's happening with the Miz and his, his reign, yeah. right? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I think at five, Jericho would be a nice pick. There you go. Ooh. I think you do five. You do Jericho. You do four. Uh, Macho Man three. Bret Hart. I mean, right, so, I'm so. a biased motherfucker, so. I'm I'm putting the envelope right now for Bret Hart to be number one. So no no no, let's stop it right there. Bret at number two, and I already know my number one's Kurt. Ooh, Ooh Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Angle. Whoa 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 whoa! Really? Kurt. No, I'm talking about Kurt Angle. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He was definitely he was definitely the Kurt I was thinking. And yeah, Kurt Henning. Yes, sir. Number one. Red Hart, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Chris Jericho. We're missing one, guys. We're missing one. one it's either name. between Shawn Michaels or The Rock for me. Really? Or Razor. 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 Yeah, Razor doesn't get in there. It's Razor. not. It's really Razor and Shawn. I, I think Should I'm, be I'm, Razor. Talking, I'm thinking Razor and Shawn. And who, who else? Who you guys think? I mean. I mean, I, I obviously I said what, but I, yeah. I like the Razor and Sean. For, I like that. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, are, are we in agreement? Is Razor and Sean? I agree. Deserve the last it. spot? Are they Owen Hart? They're in the last spot. Well, no, it, they're, they're actually not. Shared the title they have, uh, but not today. We need one winner and one winner only. And I think, based on what we've said earlier, I give it to Razor, man. Yeah. Ray, Ray, I'm Razor with above Sean only because of the matches and and the entertainment. He spoke yeah, on you know what? Maybe the identity. I mean, really, yeah. when you think about it, you think Sean, you think world title, you think, yeah, you think yeah. Scott Hall or Razor Ramon, you think the IC. That's, That's all right. you really think about. Agreed. Right. And I think the fact that Sean's going to get a lot of shine if we're going to do a, a you know, top world champion, oh, of course. I, I think, yeah, give it a Razor. Uh, so the rundown, right? So five. So Macho, Jericho's five, right? Macho is four. Oh, uh, yeah. Brett is three. Mr. Razor's two. It's the personality, Bret Hart. And then Bret Hart. I mean, and then it's <laughs> the perfect one. Listen, man, Mr. Perfect, perfect and uh, Bret Hart feud. That was beauty, man. Uh, one of the beauties of Bret's reign was he had the feud with uh, Kurt uh, Henning. And then he had the feud with uh, Roddy. And then he had the uh, the final match with uh, Davey Boy. Yes, sir. Davey yeah. Boy Smith. And, you know, as, as bad as that match was. Because <laughs> right? he pretty much carried him through the match. He it was still that, that's the 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 story behind it, the promo. It's I mean, a tough it was on the outside. It was family on the line. You know what I'm saying? Right. You see, you see, uh, Bret Hart's sister away. crying. Nearly killed him in the crowd. You know, you see her crying in the crowd. That added an element, and it wasn't the stadium, I believe, right? Wembley. That's when Legion of Doom came down with the, oh, the motorcycle, and that's what I call a perfect Word. top five, gentlemen. Perfect top five. Yes, sir. You can agree, you can agree to disagree because I disagree with that. But I think consensus wise, right? I think that's what what we've come up with. But if you disagree like I do, right? You hit us up on SoundCloud, right? What's up? What is it? Switcher, Stitcher, 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 like stitches. Come on. <laughs> We should know this. Guys. We should know this shit. You're responsible. <laughs> I know. Yes. We're new at this thing, all right? Yes. Yeah. And tell us. Tell us where we're wrong. Tell right. us where we're Well, tell them where they're wrong. There. I think, think Macho Man deserves more respect. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Tell us what you think. That's all the time we have this week, faces. Be sure to tune in next week for more heels, pops, and chair shots. Don't be shy, guys. Follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, like Mischief said. Hit us up on the IG and Twitter at HPC2Sweet. 
for the faction. Uh, pretty Chubby Ooh. Flacco, J for the Jobber, Mister JP Savage, Holla. Old School Joe. I'm Vic the Villain. Um, and we'll see y'all next week. Too sweet and out. Damn it! Too sweet. The time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. Leave the light on. <laughs>